0: Welcome to the Pack the House Show, where we have conversations about sharing your faith as you walk through life with others.
1: All right, well, this week we talked about Pentecost, uh, so we're going to read through a little bit of the Ezekiel reading that we talked about. It's the, uh, the, where God showed Ezekiel the, the field of dry bones, uh, so we're going to read a few of those verses. It says, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, Son of Man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain. That they may live, so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them; they came to life and stood up on their feet. A vast army. So this is, uh, th- these verses are very, uh, as we were talking about earlier, it reminds you of a movie. Like you, you could see this in any kind of action movie. It's pretty exciting stuff. Uh,
2: yeah, Austin, in- you, uh, you talked about one specifically. Can you share that a little
3: bit? Me? Yeah, you, Austin. Yeah, uh, so me just being I don't know, the youngest one I hear, I guess maybe is my excuse. Uh, I thought of like spy kids too. There's just this scene where like they steal like this. I think it's like a medallion or something from what I can remember and then like the skeletons come to life and start fighting them to try and like steal it back and it's just this whole like fight scene and stuff like that kind of you know stereotypical um, movie theme that people like using over and over again
2: yeah so I had a different sort of pop culture connection to this Um, I was thinking oh in the shower where I do all my best thinking right Too much information, Facebook group. Sorry, (laughs) Uh, I was thinking about the the Rihanna song, uh, the one where she says, "We found love in a hopeless place," Mm. and this valley of of rotting bones, right, or rotten, rotted bones, is a hopeless place. And yet, the love of God for His people, even as they've horrifically sinned, uh, that that brings him back to life. and so, Austin, I, I, I think you don't need an excuse to talk about Spy kid or, you know, why you're talking about Spy Kids, right? Because the, the idea of these conversations is how do we, or these videos, is how do we bring these ideas into conversation um, in our week? Mm-hmm. And, you know, movie scenes, songs that we listen to can be really good sort of um, open doors, yeah, I have, have those conversations as you're watching Spy Kids, you know, yeah, at, at 27 years old. Right,
0: you've seen all here, but it's because my
2: five-year-old's obsessed. So I don't know if just came on to watch, but I love that the first thing they're going to hear is a conversation about Spy
1: Kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally.
1: Spy uh, Kids <laughs> like more often, I think. Maybe we should. I mean, okay. uh, but those, those opportunities where
2: we, we see whether it's movies or music or or things in the news um you know can be natural points to just relate it back to these these bible
3: stories and the hope that we get out of them right yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and i think we even did uh it's like mid to late 2019 i believe we did a sermon series that you know capped over uh movie you know movies and themes that that we found and how like you know we can connect them to you know, the gospel. And so I think that, the, yeah, that's your point. You know, there's just a lot of, a lot of things and a lot of different ways we can kind of connect those things. Yep. So Jason,
1: how would you go about, how would you go about uh, if you were watching Spy Kids with your neighbor who is unchurched, how would you connect that story with this story of the dry bones?
2: Yeah, I think I would, I would go exactly in reverse of what Austin did. So Austin said, and we read this Bible passage and then he said this reminds me of uh, the movie spy kids and then you can have the same conversation right um, you watch your spy kids movie or you listen to Rihanna and you say that reminds me of a, a, a Bible story we talked about recently um, about bones and and bones coming together um, and then you can go from there you know the, we did nobody fought these <laughs> but um, <laughs> And then about kind of what comes next, right? What what do I say about that um after I make that introduction, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say was that um, you know, I'm surrounded by children that are constantly asking questions.
2: Mm. And
0: so when you're like watching spy kids, you know, they're like, How did those bones come to life? And I'm like, Probably Jesus. Like, you know, you know like i mean i answer the questions but i always answer it with a biblical undertone and so if you have the faith of a child you are constantly curious about how does that happen why is that happening what's happening and so i'm constantly answering questions and the it always comes down to you get to a point where you can't scientifically answer it anymore and then there's god (laughs) you know all
2: right so we've We've brought up um, Ezekiel and his dry bones after we watch Spy Kids with our, our family or our friends. Uh, what do we say about that? What do we want our, our family and friends to hear out of that? So in other words, where's the where's the hope in this story? What's the encouragement out of this story? More than just a really cool trick.
1: Well, as you were talking about, this was in a time when the, the uh, Israelites were in captivity in Babylon, and mm-hmm. they were in a hopeless place. Uh, they they probably thought there was not a whole lot that was going well for them, um, and and for the bones particularly, they're hopeless, they're dead, and right. no tendons, no life in them. Uh, but it God is respirated.
2: that's a that's a really undignified way to be, um, not even buried. Yeah,
1: yeah, right, just laying there. Mm-hmm. But God was able to take those lifeless things and breathe life back into them.
2: Yep. I think that's part of it, um, and let's let's push that another step. All those things that you said are true. That is a hopeless situation the Israelites, the p- people of Israel, find themselves in. Why were they there? How did they get in that situation?
1: The Israelites? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I don't know if my uh, biblical knowledge is up to date, but I I think it's because they uh, <laughs> happened thousands of years ago.
0: Why are you him? Ah. <laughs>
1: They, I would assume it's because they started turning away from God and following other gods. Yep. Uh, and He allowed them to do that and put them into captivity to turn them back to Him.
2: They got punished for it. Yep. Uh, yeah, they were following other. They they failed to live up to God's rules and and laws, and they got punished for it. Right. Um, and so two things that are happening. There two two kind of um, and good job, Andrew. You passed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My my Old Testament professor would be real upset with me if I got that wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't
2: get that wrong. So then, um, again, I'm seeing two things there that that maybe I would want to share with someone in my life. Um, What are the two situations that Andrew has has shared with us um, that I might come across in my life? One is somebody who's messed up, right? Um, And we don't have to say you know, you broke God's law, you failed to live up to God's law, Uh, but you all, you all know this, right? Um, Our friends and our neighbors uh, know when they've messed up, when things don't feel right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one. The other one is kind of that end of the road situation, right? That hopelessness. Other thoughts about that? I'm talking a lot.
0: (laughs) Well, I was actually just thinking that um, it's such a beautiful picture of even if you're dead and your bones are dry, which means they've been dead for quite some time, like you're you're still not past redemption. Yeah, you're still not done. Like you're not over. You're Mm -hmm. not past redemption. Like God still has the power to redeem you even if you feel like you are unredeemable, even if you feel you're too far gone.
2: Gosh, I love that. Um, You're not done. You're not over. You're not past redemption. And the thing I love about it is number, number one, the fluidity with which it came out of your mouth. It came really, well. um, and that's not to say like, oh, you you spoke it so pretty, but <laughs> I mean, it was nice, <laughs> but it feels very easy and comfortable and natural to say to someone, uh, mm-hmm. and when I heard it, it felt good to me. Do you, you guys agree to that? Yeah, it felt good yeah. to me. And you
0: don't even have to put it in like a biblical like situation, like you can yeah. just say, You're a person. You're in God's image. Like, you are redeemable. Like, people love you. You know, it doesn't have to be like a God centered thing. I mean, eventually it would be nice if it was, but at the same point, like, that's what we're called to do, I think, is to love the people who think that they're unlovable.
1: Mm -hmm. Encouragement Mm -hmm. to them, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think that's the picture we're seeing in this Ezekiel vision, right? Of not only does God love the people who are unlovable, but He loves them in a way that rebuilds things.
1: well, I think that's, that's kind of the theme of all of creation. Like, if you look through all of the biblical stories, there's usually some hopeless situation that they're in, and through God's power, they're taken out of it. I was reading this morning in my devotions uh, about Joseph, and he's put in a very hopeless situation, thrown in a pit, sold into slavery, thrown into jail after he served his master well. Everything he goes through is so hopeless, and yet God is there getting him through it, and... Uh, putting them in good situations out of those bad situations. Yeah. So hopeless as it looks, God's always going to be able to turn it into a good situation.
3: Yep. And I, and I think it speaks to, you know, the whole, the whole idea of like hopelessness for people kind of can look differently. Like, you know, we talk, often talk about those situations where, um, I don't know where it seems like what you're going through isn't as bad as a person who just like asked for their prayer requests, you know, like you're, you're like, they're like, I mean, like, I know what I have going on isn't as, like, doesn't seem on paper as bad as you, but to me it feels just as hopeless. And that idea that, like, when you have those conversations with people, when you have those moments to, like, connect those things that, you know, you can even have that same understanding that like to them, they seem hopeless and it may not seem that big of a deal to you, but people find hopelessness in so many different areas. And I mean, especially you look at our culture and you look at, you know, just the way that um, people like, you know, often talk about social media, talk about politics. It's like, there's just so, you know, you just get so bogged down in the negativity that that's what causes some people such hopelessness is they're looking for those connections and, this is all they get is negativity i think that's a great point you
2: don't have to be all the way long past dead to be <laughs> to be hopeless <laughs> if it's hard for you it's hard and it deserves the encouragement of jesus yeah mm-hmm. that's well I that Austin. good job Any well, other kids, thoughts on- really insightful comment you're you're on both ends of the spectrum
1: i love it <laughs> spy kids to
2: jesus
0: I play- I play- as a Christian, I do, I, I mean, I struggle with that, especially like when we're, you know, doing the prayers on Sunday or whatever, and I'm feeling like having, having a bad day because my kids were driving me crazy. And then we listen to the prayers and they're like, this guy's dad died. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my okay, I, know, like, I didn't count, you know, but you do count if you still get to have a bad day. It's, it's we just shouldn't compare it ourselves to other people Absolutely. suffering because it's all different.
3: Okay, so then because you draw this out, I'm going to go just to finish myself, like my thoughts with one last movie reference. Um, And uh, it's actually one of Jason's absolute favorites. I know this for a fact, but Lord of the Rings, um, spoilers here. If you haven't watched them, you should. But uh, (laughs) in the third Lord of the Rings movie, they're left on the side of a volcano and they're just sitting on a rock and i remember when we went and watched this movie my cousins and my dad took us all late that night we watched it like opening night and it goes black like the screen goes black and the music's kind of fading out or whatever and it literally seems like it's all over and like people literally got up to start walking out thinking it was all done and then sure enough Like they just start showing this little bit of light and then it just came back. And I mean, they waited a long time before that light came back, but it was just such a cool... They wanted you to sit in that hopelessness for a a good amount of time. Yeah. And to be honest, I I hadn't read the book, so...
0: You shouldn't get up at the end of any movie. There's always something after the credits. You stay till the end.
2: (laughs) Unless there's a conversation before you... Except sometimes it's only eating a falafel in silence. And you
3: go... (laughs) <laughs> shawarma
2: Whatever. Alright, <laughs> uh, so I wasn't at any of that Lord of the Rings nonsense that Austin said. <laughs> hey,
0: Tolkien was a Christian.
2: I know. A lot of inside inside jokes <laughs> happen there. Um, but um so I've been thinking as we've been talking about this idea, not only does not only does God. There's this picture of as Aaron you said we're not you're not done you're not beyond redemption, um, and so not only that that when you have messed up royally when you've come to the end of your road, uh, you're not beyond redemption. That's awesome, but also we see that the bones come back together the bones the dead people come back to life. There's a there's a restorative aspect to it, right? Um, you know you don't you don't stay at the end of the road. <laughs> they don't stay as now they forgiven bones. Um, right. It, there, it comes back to life. And so I wonder how we share that part of the story as well. Um, and I want to, Aaron, I want to build on your comment and see how it feels for all of us. Um, what about something like, and I'm going to, so I'm going to start with your piece and then, and then build on top of it. You're not done. You're not finished. You're, you are not, well, there's a lot of (laughs) knots here. Uh, So maybe we'll say you are redeemable, right? Um, redemption for you. and also. I'll be here alongside of you to help put this back together. And I believe in a God who can do that too.
0: Mhm, And there's life
2: yeah. There's
0: life on the other side.
2: Mhm. Well, wow, that's a great, <laughs> there's life on the other side.
0: I mean, that was pastor Luther's mostly his sermon was about how much, how much life there is past mm-hmm. the, you know, past when you're feeling like you're done.
3: Yeah. Awesome. I'm just full of analogies, so I'm just going to just <laughs> let my...
2: Uh, there will be a separate conversation for movie references and pop culture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna that, that's going to have to be on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> movie Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, I think there is a lot here that you can take to your friends who may be going through hopeless times, and this story can really... Be a, a jumping point to bring hope back to them. But
2: you have to watch Spy
1: Kids with them first. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going Maybe to. The, right, but let's watch this movie real quick. I'm I'm going to tell you something afterwards.
3: And now you're just making it sound like we're going to set up our neighbors by watching movies that we already have pre-programmed references to Jesus and <laughs> like. Let's yeah. just sit down and. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's <a good> idea.
3: <laughs> hey, let's watch Pirates of the
1: Caribbean later. Why?
3: Uh, <laughs> let's watch, let's watch the mean, of the, the really
2: <laughs> <Pirate>. <laughs> uh no, comments don't set your name. That's about. actually impossible really um, we don't want to set our neighbors up. Uh, we don't want to invite them specifically with ulterior motives, but um, right. uh, there is an opportunity to be on the lookout for where these things these truths of God intersect with um the things that we do and see and hear.
1: Right. Well, I mean we just named like five different movies that we can bring faith into. It's not that hard. Most stories have like a, a struggle and redemption and a, mm-hmm. a state year. So nope. it's pretty easy to bring pop culture and faith together. And just to yeah. recap,
2: the conversation would, would be something along the lines of, right, it's it's for those people in our lives, either who have messed up pretty bad and they feel it. Um, we don't have to call it God's rules, but they feel it. For those who find themselves at the end of the rope, at the hopeless situation. Mm-hmm. The idea being there is redemption here uh, for you and there's life on the other side of it, right? I believe in a God who can do it and I'll be right there with you.
3: And what a good reminder for like everybody who's gonna come and watch this. And you know, I think also just to kind of, point this out you know the conversation you know even when we end these doesn't have to end here if you guys like anybody who watches this if you want to comment if you've got thoughts like i think it would just be so great to hear from all of you some of your things and you know maybe it's even some stuff that we could recap later but uh you know kind of yeah. like answer we'll we'll all be uh paying attention and we'll comment back you know so if you have anything you want to share with us like feel free yep some of you are lot smarter than us
0: most
3: of you. <laughs> All right. Well, that seems like a good spot to,
1: to to wrap up in prayer. Pastor, you want to pray for us?
2: Sure. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the the picture we've been able to see uh, this week in our in our preaching of your uh, continued love for us even beyond the end, even when uh, when we've messed up or when we find ourselves in hopeless situations. Thank you for this picture of redemption and. And renewal and life on the other side. Lord, we know that there are people uh, who we come across, um, who we may live with or work with or uh, go to school with, uh, who find themselves from time to time in the same situations. And so we thank you for this opportunity to think through um, how we can share this message. We thank you for those many um, many connection points where these ideas and these encouragements intersect with our world. And so we ask, Lord, that you would open our eyes to all those opportunities um, or another type of opportunity that you would put before us, those people uh, this week who need to hear that message that redemption is for them and life is on the other side that you would give us courage and words to speak that in Jesus name. We pray that. Amen. Amen.
1: All right. Thank you guys for joining this morning and thanks yeah. everyone who tuned in. Have a great day Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Pack the House show. More content like this, or to connect with us, visit our website, cornerstonelutheran.church.